0: Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 103. Happy Sunday podcast family. I hope you guys are here to enjoy this Power Book 2 Ghost recap of season 2, episode 3, titled The Greater Good before we get and break this down um i thought this was a really good episode if i give it a scale of one through ten I'm going to say nine. I'm going to say nine. It was really, really good. And it was a lot of connect the dots (laughs) because we can pretty much connect every character to something and it's walking us into another show. But we'll get into that in one moment. I don't have too many church announcements. Um, We did. Well, of course, we're on episode 103. So you guys know we did record our 100th episode and I did do something special. If you haven't checked that out. Guys, please make sure you check that episode out. It was just a celebration, um, for me recording a hundred episodes, and I did that off of Fifty Cent. So make sure you guys check that out. Support your girl. <laughs> um, I also uh, started the snowfall friday so for you know december and uh, you know the first couple uh, first week of january we're gonna do um our snowfall recaps of season four because i want to do one episode at a time just to go slow season five will be dropping soon so i kind of wanted to dissect this down and uh talk about character build-ups from season one to season four and what we'll think of the theories that they'll bring up for season five so i kind of just want to do one episode at a time each friday um i'll have them uploaded by 8 p.m est so you know if you just want to hear a friday night pod if you're just sitting in the crib chilling want to grab you a drink smoke water wine Tea, whatever you do, <laughs> you know, um, you can just sit back and vibe, watch a good snowfall, and come check out my recap. So every Friday, I will have that uploaded. Y'all know I love snow, snowfall. That's one of my favorite shows. So I really get into those recaps. I have fun doing them. Um, this week, I'm going to do Queens. I think we have two more episodes before it ends. Um, they didn't come on last week, but I think it was only a eight eight episode season um so we'll do queens i'll get that out no later than thursday um we'll do big um big sky that return so we'll do that friday and we'll do a uh, snowfall Friday, as I just mentioned, and we'll continue meet up for our 50 Cent stars <laughs> recaps on Sundays, because y'all know 50 keep us busy over here. Here, we support everything he doing. We love them shows, and Power Book Two is getting really, really good. This was a really good episode. So um, that was pretty much it for the church announcements on this beautiful Sunday. Um, Let me see. Don't forget to follow me on my social media platforms. If you only do Facebook and want to hit me up on Facebook, Alicia Shanice. Instagram is Alicia Shanice Reviews. And um, if you need to email me for any business sorts or anything, um, Alicia Shanice Reviews 13 at gmail.com. You guys can email me, inbox me off Instagram or Facebook um, for anything you would like for me to recap, because I do want to go off into different things, especially after we're done with our catch ups of snowfall and we're all the way caught up. I have a few great ideas I was thinking of I know February we're gonna be um doing all documentaries of course we're still gonna do our tv breakdowns but I'm gonna do a lot of documentary breakdowns in February after we're done with our snowfall Fridays, I'm going to start doing flashback Fridays where we'll recap nostalgia movies only on Fridays. Um, so, if you guys have anything that you like me to recap, review, please email me or inbox me off of Facebook or DM me off of IG. Um, that's pretty much it. Don't forget, you can always follow my playlist for music on Spotify. All you have to do is type in Shanice Loves. I know one, at least one playlist will pop up. If you click on it, it's going to take you to the rest of them. And of course, I have every genre. So on that note, let's get into the show and talk Power Book 2 Ghost Season 2 Episode 3 titled The Greater Good. It's Shanice, and she's the one. Her name is Shanice, and she's the one. All right, y'all. I hope y'all don't mind if I take my time. Um, It was a lot that happened in this episode, and I kind of want to talk about the connect dots that I was talking about. I am feeling on how they are titling each episode, as we've seen in um, season, uh, not season, episode one, it was titled Free Will is Never Free, and then we went to two, and that was Selfless Acts, and then we have three, The Greater Goods. So I'm loving how they're giving us all of these, you know, ethical This was a really good episode. Uh, It reads off Tariq uh, tries to keep course correct from going under. While Diana's wary of Kane's motives and Zeke's future is put at risk. And everyone is wondering, where is Monet? Because Monet went missing in action. (laughs) She went straight missing in action. Uh, This was, uh, I'm telling y'all, I liked this episode. I'm really going to rate it, um, uh, a nine. I'm going to rate it a nine. And Monet went missing in action. So now we see why they ended it with this last week. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I feel like gotta I got From these streets, like a fame for crap. They pulled me back. This real, got a nigga going. Because no matter the drama, the gossip, my heart is your hood. My dog niggas are rock. <laughs> that is one of my favorite fucking mob deep songs i play that all the time so that's why i was so geeked up when they played it but we see she definitely had to get away (laughs) um so it opens up and we see that Tariq is like standing outside of this building and he, he is at the intercontinental Barclay and we see in the inside Councilman Tate he is celebrating with his brother. His brother has gotten a promotion and now he will be an investigator in the DEA and the DA office. Remember they showed us a lot of his backstory in Councilman's Tate episode when they did the last uh season of ghost they the last few episodes they gave everybody their own episode so we got to go more into councilman's Tate's life and seeing that his brother was a police officer and you know his brother seems like he's more on a straight and narrow path and with that episode that they did in the original ghost it made you more interested in tate but i believe this um season is going to walk us into tate's show where we want more of tate because i am loving me personally i'm loving every scene with him and Tariq. they are giving uh, they are giving it to me i love those scenes and it's like a pickup relationship because of where tate was with ghosts and i think because everybody loved ghosts more it made you hate how tate was running shit but i'm thinking this is going to be a beautiful friendship with these two as it Prolongs, so they in there celebrating, and you know, Tate letting his brother know, like, no, this is big, you know. Feel yourself, my brother, <laughs> and I'm loving the brothers scenes together as well, cause they are blood brothers. So stars, mostly 50 Cent. Y'all know what y'all doing. We got the Tate brothers and the Harris brothers on both shows. Um, so. Tariq walk in and we see all the damn cops in blue the chief try to stop him like he's look like he's some hoodlum off the street like what are you doing here you got the wrong party son and he like no i need to see um tate that's my councilman tate that's my uncle and here comes tate ass i know that young man you know he knows you know how tate is and as soon as he gets Tariq by himself he changed that whole tone up real quick Tariq, what the fuck is you doing here? (laughs) This ain't the motherfucking breakfast club. (laughs) But, you know, all Tariq can think about is getting his sister out of CPS, you know, i want i i believe they're writing this like this uh, he is so overprotective protective over gas and now this is his number one goal is because if you really deep go down into the power universe it's mainly to fault of what happened to his family i mean of course ghost cheated and did his thing with angela but however Everything went down when Tariq got to putting shit in his own hands, acting like he was just a big man. He's the cause of Raina, and that brought them even down even further, you know, so he's trying to pick up what little he has left and do all in protecting his baby sister, and this might be a way of him trying to protect her like he couldn't protect Raina, you know, if you look at it from a deeper point, Um, but... (laughs) but Tate is something else I'm telling y'all Tate I'm, I'm loving Tate in this in this universe it's, it's power book Two. and in a regular one nah, we, we I couldn't do Tate but I'm liking Tate now y'all and we also he like um all right I can do that for you I can get you a meeting but what I need you to do is get um information on Rick Sweeney and then Tariq, you know, at first he thought it was just about the Westons, but he like, oh, Rick Sweeney, that cocksucker. <laughs> so Tate like, now you speaking my language. You're speaking my language. I need dirt on him. And he like, how am I supposed to do that? He like, don't sell yourself short, little nigga. We both know what you capable of. <laughs> so we pretty much know Tate, Tate know uh, Tariq got a lot of his daddy in him. And, you know, he, he know a lot. He know a lot. But the funny part about it is when he was like, all right, get the fuck on out of here. And he like, all right, take it easy, nephew. Love you. (laughs) He went to putting on that Oscar award performance. And his brother looking like, what the fuck? And Tate walked up like, where the drinks at, (laughs) y'all? So that was a straight. I loved it that scene right there. Um, We go into the next scene. And we see Monet. She's sitting in the car. She is looking and, and just daydreaming um about Dante looking at the card that he gave her of his business card of how to get in touch with him and we see she contemplating we know she gonna make that call but she contemplating but Kane pulls up and then Tariq, he walks up late and Monet basically gets her boys together <laughs> and lets them know it's time to dead all this beef um came back in the business he got a new connect Tariq, like do you trust him she like it ain't about that this is what's gonna happen in this is business so but at the end of the day Tariq, that's her son boo what you mean child um that's family you know so they both basically agree like okay and she has to extra warn kane like let Tariq run run his stuff like he wants to run it leave him the fuck alone kane because she know her damn son and you know kane's sitting there smiling <laughs> he's just happy to be back home he's like yes ma'am yes ma'am you know um Kane loves his mama. And uh, Courtney Kemp, she did, in one of her Instagram lives, she did admit the one reason why Kane can't stand Tariq is because um, he's a mama's boy he is a mama's boy. And he's seeing that what she sees Enrique is like, she's letting him run every run the business on that side. And, you know, he's jealous. And another thing is Kane wants to be number one, he wants to be in control. And remember his parents, they don't they want more Drew to be in control and him be, to be more of the enforcer. He this was a thing last season, he wants to be number one. And with that, with them wanting drew and i'll bring in tariki and this pushes him back so we see where the animosity is coming from is it childish is it immature yeah but at the same time it's human and that's how a, a guy would act if he wants to be number one and he's already getting pushed back from his brother and then they bring a whole other nigga in off the street that's gonna be anybody acting like that um but the funny part of this scene is when hell, Monet put her foot down and she pulled off and then Kane threatened to reek, like, did you set that teacher bitch? Up? <laughs> that professor bitch. I love Kane. And then he like, look, it's being taken care of, and you know he got, of course, can got to throw his muscle around and threaten Tariq and jump in his Range Rover, which I want a Range Rover so bad, y'all. Y'all don't know, I want a Range Rover so bad. So when he pulls off, the funny part that had me cracking up is Tariq was like, "All oh, this shit I do for this family, and y'all can't even offer me a damn ride." <laughs> because that's like a playoff so many people be complaining like why Tariq don't get a got a car why he always running and they don't never offer him no ride the only one who gave him a ride last time was uh Diana so um oh y'all and I have something I definitely want to point out with Diana but I'm gonna do that later on um so we get into the next scene and we go to Mecca's penthouse Ciao where do i start with mecca (laughs) can't walk in smiling hell it's a party going on they plan fucking pin the knife on a motherfucking piggy child (laughs) they did they did took pin the tail on the donkey to a whole nother level and we see my man who is introduced to us as one of mecca's uh, family members or homeboys associates Named Nuff, who i call the grown-up version of the guap child but um he poking the, the, the damn not the pig and the child he basically pulls drugs from outside of the pig he's pulling out the intestines and everything but you know okay we see how they party and they get the party in <laughs> and when they go over there by the chef Now the chef is who stole the scene for me if i'm gonna keep it all the way 100 on this scene right here, the chef stole the scene for me i'm just keeping it funky on this one um. (laughs) Why he over there and then you know Mecca like my family is your family my house is your house make yourself at home we about to enjoy get you some food and we see the chef over there got the grill going he hooking it up and while he's doing that enough drunk but it's his birthday so you know he feeling himself just talking too damn much acting like little guap and he like how you know um how you know Mecca and he like oh I met him through my homeboy guap You know, he used to run the streets back with his pops. So he like, oh, so you knew him before he went up. The chef cut his ass off close your mouth when you eat hey girls come over here <laughs> come over here girls you know let them have some little fun because he talking too damn much the chef was on it and remember last episode when he broke all guap fingers the chef he knew to put them headphones on so I, I love the chef already like he he steals the scenes for me because he is just so calm and collective and he he he's gonna probably tie way more in to mecca's business than you know just his cooking but you know when the girls come over there they get to give them a little lap dances and shit. enough supposed to be paying attention to the women but he's still running that damn mouth because kane like mecca you don't want to come get in on this action bro, and he like man don't even waste your time since we made it to new york his head been stuck on this one bitch, and before you know that, uh, Mecca goes straight. Child, was this man like in the CIA, the military? What the? F- he, he um he chokes that ass, but he don't kill him. He just let home uh, homegirl know, like, oh, he's he's just he's offline for a minute, but he'll be back on. Just go help her out. We can't. <laughs> i'm like what the fuck nuff was just talking too so damn much acting like look guap and i'm like hell what the fuck now mecca you was just schooling um Kano. you know i need to know you a serious businessman on who you roll with and hell we see y'all roll with the same type of brothers man <laughs> but uh that was a good scene that was a good scene and um the chef The chef, he... He definitely understood, and it's very well trained. Very well trained. So moving right along, Detective uh, David Whitman. He is looking at the pictures of everyone who ties to Jabari's case, and he we have a picture of Carrie sitting up there with also Zeke, and we also see that he has Zeke's phone in his possession. And when he looks and see that his phone is non-stop ringing and sees his Carrie, that really pisses him off because y'all know he is obsessed with. Carrie so when he goes straight in and start questioning Zeke asking him like you, you know do you know anything about Jabari and he like oh well you know he wasn't my advisor Carrie I mean uh you know he slipped up like Carrie that's personal like no doctor I mean Professor Ingram that was my advisor so of course Whitman being Whitman he up there like oh how well do you know Carrie you know I used to work with her she's very very generous you know what i'm saying (laughs) he just doing the most and trying to play games with uh zeke and zeke like you know you know i'm zeke right i'm about to go to the nba and he like i don't follow sports you know just being an asshole being an asshole like monet called him later on in this episode and zeke like you know can i get a phone call or something (laughs) and we go into the next scene and we go back to Mecca's and we see Kane. He wakes up at Mecca's after he didn't had him a good night. He walks downstairs and we see Mecca ain't playing. He already is up bright and early. He getting busy on them weights. He lifting and, you know, they start talking. He lets them know that nothing woke up. He ain't offline no more. So he didn't took the product down to his car already. <laughs> um, and he gets to asking him questions, you know, about everything, um he's like well you know he don't like the new guy being in control which is Tariq St. Patrick and Mecca pretty much kind of got to play with him at first to get the full name and I'm wondering Mecca is so far showing us he's very well connected this is just a theory of mine. I could be completely wrong. I'm thinking that he's going to know something about Tariq St. Patrick's family. Um, He's he's going to know something. Something about ghosts. It's, it's going to be something. Because he picked up on everything as soon as he followed them. And we see he well connected. He well connected. Um, But Kane was kind of, you know, contemplating on giving him that information. But he went on and did it. But, you know, Mecca tells him, like, you know... Maybe I can help you because we're seeing this whole mentorship thing going on. So I don't know if they're gonna do it some type of way to where Mecca is Kane's father. And because he's taking a liking into Kane, but he's still playing games at the same time. We don't know what's gonna come out of this. But Courtney did say expect something big to come out of Mecca's past. So I don't know if he will be uh Kane's father. From his past with Monet, or is this is just his way in? But he's taking a liking to Kane, from what we can see, and he's basically mentoring him and putting him up on game on how to take control and be in control of Tariq, because that's what he don't like—that he's not in control. So we go into the next scene and Tate does get the meeting with CPS for Tariq to go see the lady and he only gets like a 15 minute meeting and she's letting him know that your sister isn't a good home and he like no I need her out I can take her and she like first of all you can't have no criminal record you're gonna need more than just you know having tate set up meeting it come with more than raising a child with money and influence i'm gonna need a steady job so she's letting him know everything he's gonna need and how he couldn't even get this meeting by himself so you know a 19 year old won't be able to handle a little girl but um we're gonna see how ambitious Tariq is to get his sister so the meeting doesn't go too many places but at least he gets the information on what he does need to get her so after that, he goes back to school at Stansfield, and we get another classroom scene. And this topic of the, the ethics, ethics class was the title The Greater Good. And we get light skinned Keisha Prashandria. She cracks me up. She steals the classroom scene. And we also see Hale take shit. Carrie up there trying to teach Hale, He didn't took control. He didn't went into straight campaign mode <laughs> see if i was in the office I would, i'm like tate if you don't go sit down somewhere but um this was just a really really good scene i enjoyed it and they were just talking about like slavery how some people looked at it like it was for the greater good child please when uh brashandria called oh girl you know you're colonizers Child. <laughs> oh my god but at first you know the classroom scenes they have you know they might have been boring at first maybe in season one but in episode i mean season two i've been enjoying the classroom scenes because you know we get more of tate too and tate is more entertaining him and carrie in the office together more than how it was with jabari and carrie i'm loving the classroom scenes and we see you know even lauren tried to get in into the discussion and you know Tariq had her back he had her back (laughs) so we go back into the next scene and we see that Zeke is still being interrogated Whitman is playing games playing games child he's up there talking about how he worked with Carrie in the past and she's very generous but she's never been a one-man woman so we're seeing okay she might have hurt him we know she hurt him but now we probably seeing where it went when she did hurt him she probably messed around and Zeke in there sweating he panicking He, he like all I know is they might have Went to school together college he wrote a book on her But that was they past And Whitman like no 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 They were still messing around Zeke like no they wasn't Carrie is not like that <laughs> it, Cause you know Zeke didn't He didn't fail for Carrie He didn't fail for Carrie And you know that's playing Mind games with him as well He letting, He's telling him that she was still Sleeping with Jabari and All of that so he's still in there sweating getting interrogated asking you know was he there was this like an affair where she sent him to go kill Jabari because Jabari was jealous and all of this stuff he's playing mind games and Zeke shouldn't even be in there without an attorney hell this shit was ridiculous so we go into the next scene and we see Tate and Tariq meet up and Sarika's like that meeting ain't do nothing i'm gonna need this i'm gonna need a uh, address where she's staying i need to get in touch with my sister so is like look brother i can do that for you but this is this is credit and you're gonna have to pay me an interest all right <laughs> he ain't playing with me like I need information on sweetie on sweetie I need a dirty little scandal on him because he seems like a closet freak child that's what uh Tate is not playing and I believe that that book that they were looking at in episode one is going to tie to some information that he can get a dirty secret and give it back to Tate so he can get into office and get him the fuck off of Congress. So, like I said, I am loving all of the Tate and Tariq scenes together. So when he walks out of the office from a meeting with Tate, child, Lauren is waiting on him. Lauren is falling more and more for Tariq and she apologizes for storming out the night before and you know she thanks him for helping her out in class and she's just like you know you just be seeming like you distracted and before they can get to talking that phone vibrate as usual and she like you know what whatever Tariq (laughs) but Tariq gotta take this call because the most thing he can think about is getting Yaz back and I'm liking that they're showing that he has priorities on you know still family from where we have seen how he messed up everything in their, their family in the original power now you know it is his, he does need to try to look out for Yaz. gas um a lot of stuff happens to children and child protective service and she shouldn't be having to go through this of course you know his parents put him in that situation uh as far as like being in the drug business but Tariq brought that family down. Tariq brought that family down. You know, even if Ghost would have went on and lived a happily, happily ever life with with uh Angela, they still would have had both parents. Tariq brought a lot of stuff in to their family. And one day we're gonna do a power universe breakdown on the characters. Because I love power. I love power. So um he caused um Bash, which you know is Stern's new new husband he remember he married he's married to stern so that's who he actually does the business with you know as far as the the e-course he set all that up with bash so he's letting them know like i need a legit paycheck and you know bash is like 30 bands (laughs) like damn 30 bands you like hey the irs stern and Stern business we gotta make it look correct and so After that, Brayden and Tariq meet up, and they meet up with Kane, and he hate both of these. (laughs) Kane! Kane can't stand both of them. He calls Brayden Machine Gun, Kelly Child, I almost fell out of my damn seat, watch that. (laughs) And that was one thing about season one that pissed me off, y'all, and I wasn't recapping then. In season one, when um Kane took Brayden and his damn father I mean his damn brother to the hood and they sold them drugs like that in 10 minutes child that scene pissed me off if that and I'm all for TV TV is TV I grew up on the stories on a soap opera so I know how dramatic stuff can be that's unrealistic and still watch it but that scene it bothered my damn spirit y'all y'all have a no new idea <laughs> When they went to that damn hood and Brayden just went to talking to the dudes like hey bro bro I can do it. child that scene pissed me off okay so we get into uh the next scene and hold on let me see something real quick We get into the next scene. And before they even pull off, we see Mecca is sitting up there like he is a damn CIA officer, detective, and he is sitting there watching with the binoculars, Braden and um Braden and uh Tariq get in the car. Mecca don't be playing, y'all. <laughs> Mecca do not be playing. And we go and we see after they get in the car, because that's when Brayden actually finds out, like, hold on, we can go and diversify in the street. And then uh, Tariq got to let him know, like, we ain't fucking with Kane like that. We ain't fucking with Kane like that. But he lets him know, like, look, look what I did. So we see that, you know, Lauren little hiding spot where she took for Tariq for that to be their little special spot that nobody knew about um Braden and and turned it to the um, rooftop brick operation (laughs) with the q codes and you know you can scan it and the brick opens up he done got like the little brick lockers (sighs) great plan great plan and we do know a lot of scams happen like that on college campuses especially those rich campuses and i can see them making a lot of money because when you were in college and especially and, and Carrie ain't trying to hear it. She's not trying to hear nothing he got to say with his sweet talking self. But if she wasn't going through everything she's been she's been has been going through and Jabari wasn't dead, and you know now she's the lead suspect, hell she would have been and gave um Tate some. But as he is in there trying to get his Mac on, here come Detective Whitman ass and brown nose and ass councilman Tate. I haven't worn uniform in a long time but if you need anything I'm here for you. <laughs> but when he lead the office and he letting carrie know that um he has zeke in custody oh child that catches her attention and we see this is personal for him he don't give a damn about solving this case this is personal for him Carrie and broke this man heart and he lets her know i know what you can get men to do so is i can't wait for their full pass to come out because she done broke this man heart probably had him breaking some rules back in the day shit you go back to Harlem Nights when he called his wife and say he never coming home and he got some of that good sunshine. That's what Carrie didn't put on um, Detective Whip here because his ass Whitman, hell Whitman, hell he is whipped. Huh. But the funny thing is them, <laughs> them Councilman Tate. He in the fucking next room ear hustling oh my god y'all i am loving councilman tate in this um in this in this in this power in this uh book i am loving him in this one i'm like he got his damn ear to the wall (laughs) and shit um so We see Tate ear hustling and then we go into the next scene and we see Diana meets up with her dad. I did love on how they had them speaking Spanish because, you know, she is uh, half black, half Puerto Rican. So I did love that. I want to say in season one, when Kane talked to him, he was speaking Spanish as well. But we can see that she's daddy's little girl. But we also see when he walks in there, he is so surprised to see her because it was supposed to be Monet. He they need to talk business. So he's like, what's going on? Why are you here? You know, but we also see she's daddy's little girl. And she's like upset. Kane is back in there because Kane crossed the line. But he lets um, Diana know, like, look, it was my idea to bring him back. Business is business, and we are stronger together. So I liked it this daddy daughter scene, but when they kind of show um, Tahata's head, it goes straight into the next scene, and we it goes straight to Dante's face, and we just seeing the resemblance. And Monet has a type. Now we see that he's bought out the restaurant, and it's just those two in there. And we see that it has been twenty four years, and you know. Hell, this is actually, he like, what up, Nana? She's She like, don't call me that. She trying to play that hard role, but Nana you know you want some fucking mecca. <laughs> you know you want some of mecca. But I don't know if I'm a fan of that either, because I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. You know what I'm saying? We don't, we don't know. Um, But if, if Tejada gets out, Tejada's supposed to be like a damn killer Powerful and and Mecca we see he is not a joke so whew, these two get out and we seen how we gonna see we gonna see but let's get back to the their dinner they're talking and we're seeing that he kind of left town in the midst of when they were getting strong they have a very strong past together they go way back and she's trying to play hard to get but she called for a reason and he knew she was gonna call and that's where she wants to be where she wants to be she is not you know a stranger at cheating she was having her affair going on with ramirez and it's about to pick up with dante it's about to pick up with dante and we see he tracked her down through her married name because all he knew was Nene Stewart, and she like she doesn't exist anymore she don't exist anymore so one thing the idea catch very interesting from this scene is he tells her like i know this is not the life you always wanted and she, it go. It took me back to the last episode when she told uh, Lorenzo, like, um, this is not the life I wanted. I, I wanted more. You know, this is not what you know I thought this would be. So we're seeing. You see how they kind of brought that together. I enjoyed the next scene. The next scene was the college girls. They meet up. <clears throat> and we get lauren brashandria and now we know sierra she was the girl who was in zeke's room who was doing a recording and we see she's actually a journalist so she's like a school journalist and they're like you ain't never slept with nobody to get a story before but this is a big story and she gonna get paid for leaking the shit that she leaked with the tape so she's showing the girls the tape and they basically talking like having girl college talks so I, I loved it the scene and Lauren is so this this episode reminded me on how innocent Lauren is Lauren is like is that weed <laughs> like no is that is that a blunt <laughs> you know what I'm saying and they're like bitch <laughs> we about to hit this Lizzo but she's like uh-uh I got an intern coming up I am out but they basically letting her know like you need to get over Tariq you know and we see on just on how much she is into Tariq <clears throat> So I am happy that we got a little bit more in, um, insight on the girl who did the recording. I did like on how they introduced her. And now we see that it was more coming from like a journalist point, And we see where her angle was coming from. So I, I enjoyed this scene a lot. Um, after that, we get into Diana meeting up with Rick on the rooftop and she's basically she's uh she's playing games too because she's like i need for you to get me information on davis mclean look i looked out for you with the sugar uh you know with the sugar and really she didn't look out for him because monet went mad but i feel you sis play that damn mind game so you can get what you need and one thing have did y'all peep this out diana handled reek different when that phone rung diana she put her hand over it like reek i'm talking (laughs) you know um but he like i got you d i got you but when she leave we get the damn stare down between the two girls now if i was lauren i would have been a little pissed but remember they met each other at that party in season one so lauren is you know befuddled confused She like oh hey Diana, like what's up and then they walked down them stairs diana kind of looked back at me mug her so Lauren goes upstairs and she like Tariq for real this how you doing it you know I I bring you up here you bring her here what the fuck and the phone get the ringing again and he like Lauren Lauren wait 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 come with me and I'll show you where what I've been doing because the phone that was it was ringing because Tate was sending him the address so I do want to bring something up with Diana, but I'll wait till I get to that next scene. Um, we see early. We see now. Diana has feelings for Reek. Lauren definitely has feelings for Reek. I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there, y'all. I'm gonna hurry up. So he um asked her to take a ride with them, and you know, of course, she was gonna go because here, you didn't put this much interest in him. You might as well go see what's been keeping him distracted. So he takes her down to CPS. We go uh back to the next scene and we see Detective Whitman. He he's still in there interrogating Zeke, driving him crazy. Zeke sweating. He ready to tell everything. Child. He basically this was just a bit much. Um. He up in there just interrogating this poor baby <laughs> i'm gonna call him a poor baby but he gets his phone call and zeke starts calling monet but in my head i'm like why the fuck is he even in jail this is some unethical some unethical shit like why the fuck is he even in there and monet she missing in action getting swept off her feet winding dying. she on a little helicopter ride you know she is just in bliss like i've never been through this before and he telling her like we could have so much more we could be good together we could be good together <laughs> oh my god and then we get into um the next scene and we see uh lauren and Tariq. they go visit yasmin now as soon as lauren seen yasmin at that, that had her that had her you know she's seen a softer side of reek and she's like oh you know this is what this is what it was wrong, huh? But we get little yes, and she is excited. Um, she asking is "This his girlfriend?" And he like, "I'm supposed to be asking how you doing?" And um. She, he basically lets her know like i'm trying to help and she like i don't want to go back to big mama house so yes she like where she at but she do want to live with reek and reek is trying and we seen lauren had his back because she covered when she had to go stall the lady to get to the restroom so he could sneak that cell phone in there so uh yes can reach out to him so i'm really loving seeing an overprotective big brother a reek um we also see um after they leave they have a you know a nice catch up and she's introduced to yes and we see Lauren and Tariq finally get busy so this is the point and I'm going to hurry up y'all because I know I've been on for a long time let me hurry up one thing I do want to point out is that you know Diana is supposed to be a virgin. he's going to end up messing with Diana and that's Monet's daughter this is who he does business with that's going to bring a whole different type of connection because she's a virgin in the show. He just we've seen how attached Lauren was, and now she finally has sex with him. Oh, y'all, this is gonna get messy. This is gonna be one hell of a triangle. And when they bring Hurricane Effie in, whoo, that's something we're gonna have to look forward to, child. Um, so <laughs> when Monet gets off the um plane and she gets that message from zeke because he left that message like auntie I'm, I'm she takes off she takes off and we see it goes back to the interrogation room and then zeke is getting so frustrated he hands uh his pbs card of ramirez oh no zeke because you know this ties he don't know though he doing what monet told him to do but this ties everything back together remember they left the gun can killed kill ramirez where was ramirez at jabari's body so he like, "Where did you get this from? Remember Ramirez was creeping with Monet, and that that's who they went to cover everything up so you know, oh, this just this just made Detective really get a hard on because he like, oh, now it's all tying together. But Monet busting that fucking precinct, going off, and you know she called, she telling this asshole <laughs> she taking her baby Zeke out, and while they're walking out the precinct, I loved it this because we got our first scene with Method Man and Mary J. Blige. I've been waiting for this. I have been waiting for them. So now you see how it's kind of connecting all the dots where everybody is connected and. Um, we see that uh you know he like look because oh shit when 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 reek and 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 um and Lauren messed around, that's when he got the call and he was like oh man is she like oh I know and he like you knew he like look this the only how I can stay in school is if I help Zeke out I have to you know help him and This the only thing that let me in here so he called McLean to help him out so McLean showed up because reeked and hired him for Zeke and uh he basically sent him out the back and he go out there being straight you know mr johnny cochran ii handling everything with the reporters <laughs> because this is a big deal um zeke is entering a draft so zeke and Monet go out to the truck to talk and as she gets him out there you know he tells her like you know this is about the professor and i do love on how she's so caring and overprotective of a zeke child she's like are you okay that they hurt you <laughs> um but he like, this is over P- Professor Carey. She was messing around with Jabari. She was like, this is over some community pussy. <laughs> he, Zeke loved him some carry though. But then when he mentioned that he gave Ramirez car, oh my God she goes off but I loved it you on know, how he stood up for himself he like shit this is my life you know and, and he he told her as he should he like you talking about you got my best interest but look what you got me into and it's her fault it's her fault because she told him if anything ever happened to give Ramirez card, she should have told him about you know Ray did the Ramirez card situation because he only was doing what he was told so I'm moving right along because I know I've been on here for a while y'all I'm sorry um kane takes mecca's advice he meets up with brayden when they do a trade-off he kind of throwing jabs you know how you mess with somebody insecurities like oh your boss sent you here your boss sent you here he like that's not my boss we're partners so you know he's short he need eight thousand more kane lets him know like look if you roll with me in the street i could get it for you but he kind of talks brayden into it playing mind games calling him you know a worker instead of a boss and they get it ready to get in the car and take off. But he get that 911 call. And you know when Mama Monet called, you know him. Yes, ma'am. He's there. And he lets him know, like, leave the bag in here. I'll meet you in the morning. So he takes off to, <laughs> to Monet's home. They having a family meeting. And this killed me. She said, Zeke's upstairs resting. What the fuck he resting for? <laughs> anyway. Um they come they end up finding out that um she lets kane know this is all your fault you messed it up and you know diana busts her out at when she leaves the room of course like she only mad because she noticed it's her fault she gave him the card so and she like where was she at anyway and they're like well they've been missing in action all day so we go into the next scene y'all and we see diana meets up with Davis and Sachs, and she wants them to represent her father and you know she like my dad always felt like he got robbed this is important Sax is basically like there ain't nothing we can do and then when she walks out he like I'll be in touch with you and your mom she like no only me so this isn't secret so when Monet finds out this is going to be pissed off and that's why I kind of wanted to take my time with this breakdown um I'm gonna bring that up in a minute but he like when she walks out he like you just walk money out just keep walking money out, why don't you, he like, look, if we get to hide out, he's just going to go back crazy, if we don't, he's going to kill us, this man is crazy, and he like, well, that sounds like a repeat of client, <laughs> you know, Davis, all he think about is money, 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 Sachs, um, I'm not going to say he's ethical, because of course he's not, but it's, it, we would definitely have to do a strong breakdown of Saks because Saks, he's layered in so many ways. But remember, all these years, he's been on the side of the government, you know. So to move along, we go into the next scene. And Kane, you know, he shows up at Tariq's dorm, punching the shit out of him, breaking down everything that happened with Reek. He be dogging little Reek out. We go into the na- that next scene, and we see Sack. He goes to get him some and get some shit off his chest, and then pillow talk at that. And while he's pillow talking with Jenny, who is from the DEA office, see how it's all connecting the dots. We find out that the guy who was the head prosecutor went to, how to got locked up, was forging evidence, taking stuff out of the evidence room, and he was fired. So now Sachs knows. Okay, Tejada to to might have been robbed, and then he his um uh davis like we can get him out so this is actually happening in secret it might be a good chance they can get him out by who the prosecutor was and if him if he gets out who is going to be a family dynamic split it's probably going to be diana tejada and drew against kane and um and and monet and mecca (laughs) so we get into the next scene and we see um kane pulls up his promise at 10 a.m he got the money for um brayden with a little extra he bring the two chicks from um from mecca's party And as soon as he see the girl in the back he like i think i'm in love already Uh, kane can't help but laugh because he really don't want to work with brayden but he looking at him like this motherfucker (laughs) but that's showing Braden that okay, he really can make more money working with Kane on the side. But he also got that text message from Reek, and he got to meet up with him to sign those papers. So we go into the final scene, and uh, Braden goes to meet up with um Tariq to sign the papers, like he's the president for the front of that company, so they can get legit check stubs. And it has like um him looking in the back while he's signing the papers i don't know what that's gonna be about it's probably gonna be some trouble stern and stern probably is gonna get bust out and they're gonna see brayden's name but his family will get him out of it of course and you know uh brayden does mention kane again and uh reek let him know like we're not messing with kane so that was uh that was um my breakdown for episode three, which was a solid nine. Solid nine. It was really, really good. And it connected all of the dots from the attorneys, the DEAs, back to the political side with Tate. And then how it's going to tie into his brother. He's going to be in the DEA office. So it's connecting back to that. To Saxon Davis representing Zeke. From Zeke going to Tariq. And then bringing it all, you know, foreshadowing together. So this episode was really, really, really strong. Uh, with Lauren hopping in bed with Reek. I know he's probably going to sleep with Diana too. And that's going to bring a whole love triangle. And like I said, Hurricane Effie. I don't, it's going to, be a mess. Um, if if Tahada does get out with well, him and Mecca, who baby, them two meeting up, and we seen Tahada loves his wife. You see, he beat the shit out of uh Kane last season. Tahada loves his wife, and we see Mecca is gone. So that's gonna be a mess. Um, yeah. So the previews for next week, um, we seen that the family is talking and they got to come up with a million dollars in three days and it's going to have something to do with Zeke because evidence is going to look stronger and stronger for him. And Kane is going to be hysterical, like, look, I got to make this quick run real quick, a big move for my cousin and to leave town. So they're going to have to basically have Zeke back next week. And we see Stern is being Stern, giving orders to Whitman, telling him to go away. And he like, who are you to give me orders? He said, I give orders to everybody. And y'all know Stern is powerful. Remember how he used to run shit with Ghost. And we see now he connected with the colleges, the nightclub businesses. So Stern, he's probably going to step in because remember, Zeke was a major Part of helping him, of him helping reek get in, he had to, you know, make sure his grades were good. So that's probably why Stern is stepping in. Um in the previews, we see Tariq going to Saxon Davis about Zeke. And we also see um Braden and uh Kane in a shootout, and child Braden looking like he's loving every minute of it. <laughs> uh, let me see what that episode was called. I wrote it down. One moment, y'all. Thank you so much for checking out the recap, share, tell everybody about it, tag me in it. You know what I'm saying? We got to get the podcast growing a little bit. You know what I'm saying, y'all? Um, Yeah, season two, episode four, getting the, getting these ends. So I'm thinking that's going to be a really strong episode as well. So on that note, I'll be back on throughout the week with we'll do Queens, Big Sky, and snowfall and power so four more pods coming towards the end of the week thank you guys for your support as always love your podcast family I hope you like the um the recap share me share me on instagram facebook and tag me in it if you choose don't forget if you want to dm DM me inbox me or email me about anything you like for me to recap or cover or any feedback let me know so on that note I hope, hope you guys have a beautiful day it's your girl Shanice and I'm out Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl Shanice.